Shalom to all. Today's daf is Yom Daf Chaf, and we are starting seven lines from the top with a brand new Mishnah. Today's daf is sponsored by Chos Ari Sadi Ben Chana. Hashem should grant him a refuah shlema bekar of mamish. Now in this Mishnah, in the first Gemara, we're going to be discussing Trumas Hadashen. Now there were a few avodas done with the ashes on the Mizbech as a prep for the Karban Tamid and the Karbanus of the day. So in the morning, before the Karban Tamid was brought, a Kayan would walk up the ramp in the Mizbech, take a scoop of ashes from the fire that had burnt the Imurim that night, walk back down the ramp, and place it on the floor to the east or the right of the Kevesh, the ramp in the Mizbech. That is called Trumas Hadashen. Now this is different than clearing away the ashes to the Tapuach, a large mound of ashes gathered in the middle of the Mizbech, and it's also different than clearing away the entire Tapuach pile and bringing it outside the base of Mikdash. Again, we're just discussing Trumas Hadashen. So the Mishnah tells us, Bechal Yoim, every single day in the base of Mikdash, Tarmanus HaMizbech, they did Trumas Hadashen, Bekriyas HaGever, at the call of the Gever, we're going to discuss in the Gemara what that means, Oysam HaMuchlai, or right around the Kriyas HaGever, Bein Lefanov, Bein Laachrov, whether it's before or afterwards. Obiyam HaKippurim, and on Yom Kippur, Mechatzois, the Kohen Gadol actually did it at Chatzois HaLailo, over a Golem, and by the Shalash Regalem, Mer Shmur HaRishayno, they actually did it by a Shmur HaRishayno, meaning the first third of the night, they actually did this really in the beginning of the night. And about the Shalash Regalem, it wasn't even time yet for Kriyas Hagever. The entire Zara was full of Yidin wanting to bring their Karbanas. And the Gemara says, Tanan Hasab we learned over there in a Mishnah in Zvachim. A varm that exploded off of the Mizbech in the middle of the night. If they fell off in the Mizbech before Chatzai Salaila, Yachzer, they have to be returned to the Mizbech, Umaylin Behen, and someone who used them for their own benefit is going to be Ever Me'ila. Lach Chatzai, if they fell off after Chatzai, Lo Yachzer, they're not returned, Ve'in Umaylin Behen, and a person's not going to be Ever Me'ila. Minani Mili, how do we know this? So, what's the question? We know that the Murim sacrificial parts of any given carbon must be burned on the Mizbech as part of the Avaida, but this may be done, and many a time was done, at night. So, the question is, let's say that because of the intensity of the Mizbech, a limb of an animal simply exploded off in the Mizbech onto the floor. So, why is is it that if this happened before Chatzai's Halayla, it has to be returned, but after Chatzai's, it could be left off. So the Cheshbon behind this is because if the limb is still considered a limb, and it's not yet considered ash or burnt, meaning that it's not yet fitting for Chumas Hadeshen, then it needs to be returned. But if it's already considered burned, so then it doesn't need to be put back on. So Amar Rav, he says, Kasev one Pasuk says, Kal Halayla Vehiktir. So the Pasuk doesn't say Kal Halayla Vehiktir. Actually, the Pasuk says, Hi Ha'ayla Al Maikta Al Mizbech Kal And this is referring to the Emurim being on the Mizbech. So it seems to be that they have to be on the Mizbech the entire night because of Echoraimer and another Pasuk says, really referring to the same Pasuk and then the one afterwards, Kal Halayla Veheirim. And that Pasuk seems to be telling us that Chumas Hadeshen has to happen. However, since it says Kal Halayla Ad Habiker, it could very well be referring to Chumas Hadeshen. That Chumas Hadeshen is able to happen the entire night and Chumas Hadeshen does not have to happen in the morning. So it seems to be that there's a steer between Psukim. Do they have to be on the Mizbech the entire night or is Chumas Hadeshen allowed to happen in the middle of the night? So Hakeitzad, how do we explain? In the steer in between these psukim, Chalkei, who split the night into half, Chetzil Akhtar, the first half, up until Chetzil is for Akhtar, that's for burning the Imurim, Chetzil Arama, and the second half of the night, that's for Arama, that's for Chumas Hadashen. But now, Master Rav Kahani asks on Rav from our Mishnah, Bechol Yoim, every single day, Tarmanus Hamizbech, they did Chumas Hadashen, Bekriyas Hagever, at the call of the Gever, Oysamochloi, or right around it, Ben Milfanov, Ben Milachrov, whether right before or right afterwards, Ubiyama Kippur, Mechatzis, and on Yom Kippur from Chatzis, Regalim, Yashmir, Shana, and on the Shalash Regalim from the first Hashmura, meaning from the first third of the night. And Chafam Bez on top, here's the question, if you're tell me that the Chiyov is from Chatzos, how could we do it earlier? How could we do it from the first Hashmira? There's a Chiyov to do it at earliest Chatzos. You're allowed to do it later, but beforehand, you're not allowed to do that. Alam Rabbi he gives a totally different Joshua. Mimash Meshanemer, from the implication of the Pasuk, call Halayla, that it has to be there all night. Any day as you out of biker, don't I know that it has to be there until the morning? It's got to be there all night, until the morning. So why does the Pasuk say, until the morning? It says, call 
Lila Ata Biker. It seems to be redundant. So we answer, Ten Biker Levaker Shalila. Give another morning to the Biker of the night. What does that mean? That means that we have another morning. Kal Halila means until the regular morning, and that's referring to the limbs that still have a bit of meat or aren't considered burnt yet. Ad HaBiker, this extra morning, is referring to an earlier time that's allowed for Chumas Adeshen, as long as the limb is considered burnt, and that time is referring to Chatzais. Hilkach, therefore, Bechol Yom, every single day, Tarmus Hamas Bechli did Chumas Adeshen Bechriyas HaGever at the call of the Gever, or right around it, Bein Milfan of Bein Melachrov, whether before or afterwards, Sagi, and that would be sufficient. Why is that? Because again, even though we just established that Chumas Adeshen is permitted all night, the Chachamim set a standard time, the morning, for the usual Chumas Adeshen. There weren't so many Karbanas brought on a standard day, and they had ample time to do that void starting in the morning. But beyond Kippur, Manyam Kippur, the Ikachosh of the Kain Gadol, the Kain Gadol is going to be very weak. Avdinim Echatzais, then we already did it from Chatzais Alayla. Remember, the Kain Gadol, he was the only one that did Davida in Yom Kippur. And we're afraid that if we delayed Davida, he would get weak during the day. And therefore, we want to try to do it earlier, so we did it from Chatzais. And Abraham, on the Shalash Regalim, the Nefishi Israel, there's so many Yidin coming, and Nefishi Kabaras, and there's so many Karbanas. Avdinim Meshmeris Harishan, it's already done from the first Ashmeris, Kedikhtani Taimo, like our Mishnah already gave the reason. It wasn't even time yet for Kriyasa Gever. Israel and the Azar was full of Yidin bringing their Karbanas, so therefore we had to have ample time. So let's just explain this. There were so many Karbanas brought during Yantif, and the ashes weren't cleared off in the Mizbech the entire Yantif. So first, Shumas Hadashin had to happen, then the ashes had to move to the center of the Mizbech to make room for more Karbanas to be brought, and this needed to be done as early as possible in order to enable Avodah to begin in a timely fashion. And now the Gemara asks the question that you're probably thinking, my Kriyasa Gever, what is Kriyasa Gever? Rav Amr, he says, Kra Gavra. This is the call of a person. There was a person that was meant to make an announcement of sorts. So that's his call. Rav Shila, he says, This is the call of the rooster. Now, Rav Rav visited the city of Rav Shila, and there wasn't an Amira to stand by Rav Shila. Now, this Amira is referring to the translator, sometimes called the Meturgamon, of the rabbi. The rabbi would give a shir, say a few words to the Amira, who would then say it over in a loud voice, presenting it in a language that everyone could understand. So Rav Shila didn't have an Amira. Come Rav Alei, Rav stood up, and he acted as the Amira. Now, Rav Shila did not know Rav. He didn't know who Rav was. And Rav was more chashed than Rav Shila, become a farish. And Rav explained, my Kriyas HaGever, what's Kriyas HaGever? It must be that Rav Shila told him the words Kriyas HaGever. And he explained, what does that mean? Kra Gavra, that a man, a person made an announcement. Amrali Rav Shila, so Rav Shila told Rav, Vlema Mar Kratar you should have said that it means Kratar that the rooster called out. Amrali, so Rav responded to Rav Shila, Avo Vlachari Zemer, a flute that was melodious for free people, Legardoy Lemekablumine, wasn't accepted by the weavers. And he was trying to tell him that I've given this period over in front of free people, meaning in front of chashev people, and they accepted it, and you're considered a weaver in comparison to them, and you're not accepting it. And Rav speaks this out. When I was standing by Rav Chia, meaning when I was being his maturgamon, his amira, Rav was Rav Chia's nephew, Uma and I explained my Kriyasa Gever, what's Kriyasa Gever? Kra Gavra, that a person made an announcement, and he didn't say anything, and you're telling me that I should say the call of the rooster? So Amr Le, Rav Shila told Rav, Rav, are you Rav? He realized right then that he was Rav. You should sit down. You shouldn't be standing and being my maturgamon. That's not respectful to you. So Amrlay Rav told him, Amri Inchi, people say, Itagrislay puts Imre. If a person hired you, you should comb his wool. Meaning, once a person hires you, you should do any sort of work for him that he asks you to do, even if it's somewhat menial. So I'm going to stay up here and I'm going to continue doing your Joshua for you. Some say, This is 
what Rav told her of Sheila. We only go up in Kedusha and not down. And if I step down and someone else decides to be the Amira of your shear, so that's going to be going down in Kedusha because that person is not going to be as Chashiv, and therefore it's going to show that your shear is not so Chashiv. And now the Gemara tells us, Tiny Kavasi to Rav, Tiny Kavasi to Reb Sheila, we have a brass like Rav and a brass like Reb Sheila. Tiny Kavasi to Rav, a brass like Rav. Givini Karas. We already learned this in Mesachas Shkalim that there was a person named Givini and he was the Karas, he was the announcer. Mahu Aimer, what would he say? What was his announcement? Amdu Kayanim Lavadaschem, Kayanim stand up to do Yavadav, Levim Muduchanim, and Levim to your Duchan, Visrael Mamadchem, and Yisrael to your Mamadim, Vahaya Kaili Nishma Bishalash Parsais, and his voice was heard three Parsais away. And Mais by Gripsa Melch, there's a story with a Gripsa Melch, Shahaya Babaderach, he was going along the way, Vishama Kaila began Parsais, and he heard Givini's voice three Parsais away. Uchshabala Basin, when he came to his house, Shigal Matanis, he sent him gifts because he was so impressed that his voice was so loud and strong and powerful. But we already see from here that we have a Brasa like Rav, that Rav says that it's a person, and over here we have a person named Givini. He's the Karaz, he's the announcer. Now, if Afal Pekin says the Gemara, even so, the Kain Gadol, he's more important, he's more chashif, he's more praised than this Gavini. Why is that? The Amar Mar, Ukvar Amar, the Kain Gadol had already said, Ana Hashem, this is part of his Vidu Anyam Kippur, Vinishma Kalibi Yerichai, and his voice was heard all the way in Yerichai. He says, From Yerushalayim to Yerichai, that's 10 parasites, that's more than 3 parasites. And even though over here the Kain Gadol is weak from doing and over here, meaning in regards to Gvini, he's not weak. And over here, it's during the day. The Kain Gadol was saying this during the day, and your voice travels less during the day. And over there was nighttime, because Gvini was doing this right at the end of the night, and your voice travels better at night. Nonetheless, we see that the Kain Gadol, his voice still traveled so far, so he's more praiseworthy than this Gvini. And we continue with this theme. Why is a person's voice not heard as well during the day as it is at night? Because the ball of the sun, it makes a lot of noise. What type of noise does it make? It saws the heaven. Like a carpenter song cedarwood. That makes a lot of noise, and therefore your voice isn't heard so much during the day. And now, what about this sawing? And this sawdust of the day. This is referring to the sawdust that's made by the sun sawing the heavens. Rashi tells us, how do we see this sawdust? When a ray of light catches particles floating in the air, that's the sawdust of the sun. It's called law. It's called nothing. That's the name of the sawdust. And behind the comrade Nebuchadnezzar, this is what Nebuchadnezzar was referring to when he said, All the dwellers of the land are like law. They're like nothing. And he was referring to this sawdust. Now, we don't really understand what this means. We're just translating the Gemara. And Tan Rabbanan, If not for the ball of the sun making so much noise, the sound of the crowds in Rome would be able to be heard. And if not for the sound of the crowds in Rome, we would be able to hear the sound of the ball of the sun. And Tan Rabbanan, there's three sounds that go from one end of the world to the other, which means their impact is felt all throughout the world. These are them. The sound of the ball of the sun, and the sound of the crowds of Rome, and the sound of the neshama when it leaves the body. Some say, even childbirth. Some say, even redia. This is referring to the angel in charge of rain. The word redia refers to an ox, which is plowing. And the Chachamim asked for mercy in regards to the sound that's made when the neshama leaves the body, and they managed to nullify it. And Tani Kavasa's Reb Shila, we have a brass like Reb Shila, the Kriyas HaGever, is talking about the call of a rooster. Something that sets out on a journey before Kriyas HaGever, 
Berusha, his blood is on his head. He is responsible if he dies. Mazikim and Shadim are all out at night. And if he goes out at night, so it's his responsibility, it's his fault. Now, Rabbi Yeshua he says, Ajishana, he has to go out after it repeats its call twice. Bishayim, some say, Ajishalish, after it repeats its call three times. And with which rooster are we talking about? Tarnagal Banani, with an average sized rooster. So clearly, we see over here that a gever is a rooster and it's not a person. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.